Welcome to America's Heroes Group podcast with information and resources that's disseminated intentionally to empower our military population with host Vietnam veteran Cliff Kelly and co-host Iraq veteran Colonel Dr. Damon Arnold. And now, America's Heroes Group podcast. Today's topic is going to uh, involve a discussion regarding VA uh, comprehensive oversight for health community care. And we have an esteemed uh, panelist, Dr. Clinton Leo Greenstone, who is a senior advisor to the Acting Assistant Undersecretary for Health Community Care, OCC. Uh, Dr. Uh, Greenstone is uh, detailed to roll to the role of a senior advisor to the acting secretary, uh, assistant undersecretary for health community care, effective August 31st, 2020. In this role, he is responsible for the oversight of programs that include health informatics, clinical policy, electronic health record management, and program management. Dr. Greenstone has demonstrated exceptional leadership in his career, most recently as the executive director of Clinical Integration and Field Operations, Office of the Community Care, where he is responsible for providing guidance, process, technology tools, and reporting capabilities for all VA medical centers nationwide to purchase and provide community care for veterans. Today he will be discussing the daily comprehensive oversight and care given to the 9.2 million enrolled veterans in the Veteran Health Administration from hurricanes and wildfire management to COVID-19 management of the U.S. largest healthcare system. Additionally, he will uh, celebrate with us uh, the go-live of the first of 140 VA medical centers using the new multi-billion dollar electronic health record system that creates a lifetime longitudinal record for veteran and from active duty to veterans for the rest of their lifetimes. So with no further ado, uh, it's so uh, such a pleasure to have you on, Dr. Greenstone. And maybe you can give us an idea of what the VA Comprehensive Oversight for Health Community Care is. So I want to make sure if you can hear me. Yes, we can. Uh, um, Very well. You, fantastic. <laughs> yes. So yeah, you, you want to know what, the, what I meant by the lifetime? Uh, record is that right? Yes, sir. Wait, wait. Yeah. Well, you know, today is really a really important and special day for us here at uh, VA VA Central Office. Uh, for the past uh, two and a half years, we've been working with Cerner Corporation, which is a, a large player in the electronic health record sort of market uh, worldwide, actually. And we have an enormous multi-billion-dollar contract. And that contract said um, from 2018. Uh, until 2028, right, we would be rolling out over 140 VA medical centers, 2,400 facilities that the VA manages, a new electronic record, which is a record uh, system that the DOD, the Department of Defense, started their rollout a couple of years ago. And the idea is that the DOD and the VA will have the same platform. That means for all active duty military uh, who are using the DOD facilities will use the same platform. When that, when that person leaves active duty and becomes a veteran, we will have access to those records, 
And we will continue to have the same platform and therefore access to those records for as long as that veteran is still alive and with us. So it's very exciting in that way. Oh, that is fantastic, yeah, because that, that there is a, a transition period of time, and sometimes people lose track of their records when they're actually being discharged from active duty, and then they turn around and say, where do, where do I get my records? Right. <laughs> and, right. and my unit's that, not there anymore. <laughs> you know, so that, that's that, That's exactly right. Yeah. Fantastic. So we wanted to, to solve that problem so veterans don't have to carry around paper, keeping track of everything. We wanted to have one place where all those records would be available. Right, uh, right. So that's a, a huge win for us today. Started in Spokane, Washington, and we're going to be rolling out around the country over the next several years. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, so, so tell me a little bit more about the uh, health uh, community care. H- how does that uh, system work, and what, what are your sort of roles in uh, making sure that that system actually functions well? Yeah, this is incredibly important, you know, Dr. Arnold. As you, as you, as you know, we are the largest integrated healthcare system in the United States. Yes. And it's not only that we take care of 9.1 million veterans, right, mm-hmm. but that those veterans are distributed all over the United States. I've got them from Alaska, the Mariana Islands, down to Puerto Rico, right? Mm-hmm. And 38% of veterans live in rural America. And although we may have 2,400 facilities around the country, Not every veteran has ready access to those facilities, or those facilities may not have everything a veteran needs. So we might have a small clinic that has primary care and mental health, but they may not have a neurosurgeon or a cardiac surgeon. So we have to have not only our internal network, but we have an external network, okay? And that external network is managed through two major contracts, one with um, TriWest Health Alliance out west, and OptumServe, which is a subsidiary of United Healthcare. So the VA has contracts with these two big organizations that give us approximately seven to 800,000 providers around the country outside of the VA system directly that we can use to make sure veterans can get access to timely, clinically appropriate, high quality, well-coordinated care. Okay? Fantastic, boy. So you can actually do some, you know, right now we're in this whole COVID thing and a lot of people are going into the telehealth uh, arena and it, it's getting great. involved with, the multi, you know, multiple things for mental health care and, you know, just uh, uh, just primary care as well, talking to people about their conditions. So, so what are some of the challenges you're seeing right now uh, in this whole COVID environment, you know, with launching this and getting people on board? <laughs> Yeah, it's a really important question um, um, because COVID has, has changed all of our lives, <laughs> yes. right? It's just like all over the planet, right? right? Um, and so the the role that we play is twofold. So one is we have our internal health system and our external network I just mentioned. My main job is to ensure that veterans have access to that external network when they need it, that they are appropriately eligible based on Congress's law called the Mission Act, which gives them eligibility. Uh, that it is coordinated. And so you mentioned telehealth. Mm-hmm. VA has increased our telehealth capacity a thousandfold a thousand. from February <laughs> of, of, of this year to where we are today. Okay. Wow. <laughs> um, and we have also worked with Congress to be able to pay for telehealth in our external network as well. So oh. veterans may have been you know, using the external network, but some of those providers aren't seeing veterans face-to-face now we allow them to see them with telehealth and we can pay them for that so uh, the challenges that we have 
is that we've had over 71,000 veterans infected with COVID-19. 71,000. Veterans infected, okay? Um, just, just yesterday, right, we have um, 500 veterans in the hospital today, in the hospital today with active COVID-19 around the United States, wow. okay? So our challenge is we have to make sure that our VA medical centers are geared up to keep veterans safe. So we want you to still be able to come in. So we want to check your temperatures. We want to make sure you're not having any other symptoms. We want to make sure everybody's wearing masks. We want to make sure we have PPE for our people to keep veterans safe. And we want to keep our staff safe so they can continue to care for their families and care for veterans at the same time. So every morning, Dr. Arnold, at 745, we have our health operations center, okay? So imagine this. Okay, you have the essentially the CEOs who manage um, what we call a Veterans Integrated Health Network, about five or six VA hospitals. There's 18 of them. Then they have people like me uh, on board. So there's several of us who are on a call, on a Zoom call, and we start with understanding what's happening in the weather. We've had wildfires out west. We've had hurricanes. We start with looking at the map and saying, where do we have VA medical centers? What is the population of veterans in that area? Are we reaching out to those veterans to make sure they're safe? If you're out west in a wildfire, how many of those veterans have chronic lung disease? Can we get them their medicines? Can we move them to safety? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, so, so it's really COVID. a local thing. Yeah. So, yeah, it could be very local right. what the, what the uh, issues you're, following, you're facing. Right. So. so we have to look globally, literally all around, well, not globally, but nationally around the country, and then talk to the leaders in those areas to make sure, ah, do you have what you need? How much COVID is in your hospital? Right. How many of your staff are out with COVID, right? Can we move staff to your medical center to help you because you may not have them because some of your people have gotten sick? How many people do you have in your ICUs? Do you have surge bed capacity? Do you have enough ventilators, right? So we look at our supply chain. So every day we start off by looking at how, what's happening today, what's hot, where people need help. The degree of care that the committed men and women who work, 300,000 who work for Veterans Health Administration, that they have for veterans is tremendous. And our ability to pay attention to what's happening around the country that care for veterans is unprecedented. No other health system is this big. No other health system has this much data. No other health system has these resources, right? Um, So when you talk about a a national and a public option, the VHA is a public option that works and cares for veterans. Are we perfect? No. But do we strive every single day to get better, to gain your trust, to gain the trust of veterans around the country? That's what we do. Yes, yeah, because I, I remember, you know, when I joined the military, it was back in 1984, and then I retired back in 2010, and uh, I remember that, that how the VA system was being transformed. And now, when yes. I go in, the, the you know the electronic systems are just fantastic, and and uh, you know they know about things about me I didn't I forgot about. <laughs> <laughs> so so okay. I think it's really a, a really a phenomenal system, and uh, so so one, one of the things also is that by helping these veterans and making sure that they stay on track with their health care. 
you're actually helping the entire family structure because right now with the COVID, we have so many issues with, you know, uh, you know, nuclear families staying together and, you know, are the kids coming back home and transmitting, you know, the virus to the, you know, the seniors. And a lot of those issues are going on right now. People losing their jobs, uh, not having access to food. So uh, this is a vital service, I think, uh, because people are a little bit more unstable than they were in the past. It's so important, you know. So, you know, for example, um, many veterans um, have to pay copays when they go to to the VA or for their medicines. We decided, hey, during COVID, we're going to stop charging copays or delay charging copays because of the instability that you're talking about. We just this month rolled out um, the last piece of what we call the Mission Act, which was, you know, passed back in 2018 and, and went live last year. But the last piece is something called a caregiver support program. Okay, and that caregiver support program was designed to help veterans and their families. And most of the caregivers to veterans typically are their family members. So the VA said we need to find a population of veterans who are pre-9-11. We had the program for post-9-11 veterans, but pre-9-11 veterans, Vietnam-era veterans, you know, Gulf War I-era veterans who need help, who need support, who are service-connected, have service-connected injuries. They need family members to help them. Hey, the VA is going to be paying those family members, providing social work support to those veterans, making sure that those family members who are caring for the veterans have the resources to support those veterans, especially in the time that you're talking about right now, Dr. Lionel, especially Mm -hmm. now. Oh, that is fantastic. You know, because I got one of these things also. I'm not sure if you can speak to this, but, you know, it was from um, the TRICARE, you know, making sure that we sign up for our benefits and making sure people stay focused on that, that, you know, it's coming up in November, I believe. uh, But they were saying November 9th to December um, 5th or so. Uh, But they are, you know, making sure that veterans are, you know, cognizant of making sure they stay on top of their uh, benefits and make sure that they stay connected to the VA healthcare system because it is a great system. Uh, a lot of good services are uh, provided to people as well. And so, you know, one, one thing uh, also, uh, I know that you are, you know, looking at all these um, different sites and, you know, so, you know, what, how do you see this unfolding? So it's, it's about to start and as it unfolds, um, what do you think people need to know about it, or is there a website they can go to or learn about this system unfolding? Is there something that people need to, you know? Sure. I think some of the, the components of, for example, mm-hmm. the caregiver support program. If you mm-hmm. go to mm-hmm. va.gov, okay. Okay, va.gov, and everybody can go to va.gov, and veterans can have a special login, which gives you your personal login to va.gov, which gets you to your personal information. You can see your own health record. You can order your medications. You can send an email to your doctor or your doctor's team, right? Mm-hmm. So you can, so please, veterans, use, if you have access to the Internet, use that VA.gov login that gets you into your personal information to communicate with your team, number one. Additionally, mm-hmm. when you go to VA.gov, if you were to search caregiver support, you can find out, hey, am I eligible for the caregiver support program? Can I get support from my family members who may be caring for me as a veteran? Go there, caregiver support program. You can find out the eligibility. There's applications that are right there as well. Mm-hmm. Third, you asked about the rollout of the Mission Act, right? So the ability for veterans to have access to community care. So you can go there and you can put in community care and it, uh, on VA.gov. We tried to create 
the one-stop shop on the Internet on the VA.gov site, and you can search that site for almost anything that VA provides. And not just VA healthcare, but the National Cemetery Association, the NCA, the National the v- Veteran Benefit Administration, your VBA. So that's a that's a one stop shop portal for you. Okay. And as you as you want to learn about when wherever you are listening to this, if you're a veteran, hey, when will we get access to this new um, health record uh, called the Cerner Millennium Platform? Mm-hmm. Um, again, there you can actually search that the the, the new uh, electronic health record modernization program. Great. So we're running out of time, but you have one last thing that you sure. want to push through. That's like one last comment, and then we're going to, um, you know, move on to another segment. But uh, but Fantastic. it's been really a pleasure having you. We're gonna to have to have you back. Okay. Well, well, thanks for the invitation, and I just want all your listeners to know how dedicated the VA is, how committed we are to take care of veterans. And please, please, veterans, if you're not enrolled, get enrolled uh, okay. to the VA healthcare. We're we're much better than we were before, as you heard from Dr. Arnold. We're working for you. Great, thank you so much. Thank you for listening to America's Heroes Group podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss an episode. And for more details, visit americashg.org.